because this is something that I know Game Changer is really excited about and Game Changer users want to be excited about, but I feel like there's a lot of concerns right now related to switching over to the Team Manager app. Welcome back to Moms in Baseball. This is Stephanie. And I'm Diana. And I'm Patrick from the Dads in Baseball Takeover. And today we're going to be talking about episode 16, All Things Game Changer. This is an episode that Stephanie and I wanted to do from the get-go, and it just kept getting postponed for one reason or another. But this is one of those instances where that it's just been very fortuitous that that happened because we are very excited to have joining us today, Ken Stranad, who is the VP of Marketing, and David Kennedy, the head of the Consumer Experience Department from Game Changer. Welcome. Welcome, Ken and David. Uh, thanks for having us. Thanks so much for coming on. Just a brief overview in this episode, we are going to talk about about Game Changer features, um, things that we love about it, some limitations that we've noticed. And also we're really excited to hear about some new features with Game Changer and potentially things that are on the horizon for Game Changer. First, um, how about Ken and David, why don't you just take a moment to introduce yourselves and maybe talk a little bit about your experience with Game Changer or baseball, softball in general? Sure, I'll go. I'll go first. It's it's Ken. Um, hey, thanks thanks so much for having us here. Um, I actually am new to the Game Changer team, um, but have been uh, I would say a heavy user of Game Changer for about six years uh, with my son. First as a coach, uh, using Game Changer on the third base line, uh, and then as my son exceeded my ability, my coaching ability, and he joined um, a club team. I kept I kept doing Game Changer. Um, need to keep myself busy, and uh, was always. Uh, struck by you know how how the product always connected um, my sports family and my family uh, in really exciting ways. So yeah, I've uh, I've been using Game Changer for about six or seven years. I joined the Game Changer team uh, back in June, and um, and uh, really excited to be here. Really excited to be speaking with you guys. I have a, a 14 year old son who's in a regional team, and a daughter who is uh, a soccer player and a, a basketball player. So we're always kind of split man on man coverage, so to speak uh, on weekends uh, and game changers, the thing that kind of helps my family kind of stay connected to the field, especially this past year with, with COVID and you know, stuff that went on and kind of rocks so, yeah. up. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, we can definitely relate to that. And David. Yeah. So uh, like you said, I run the customer experience team here at Game Changer. Um, basically what, what my team does is we answer any questions users may have um, and, and just want to make sure they succeed using the app. Um, I've been with the company since 2012, one of the oldest uh, employees. I grew up playing baseball and basketball. I gave up baseball at the end of middle school, unfortunately, uh, to concentrate on basketball in high school. Something I regret now looking back at it. Um, I'm sure a lot of kids, you know, deal with that issue. Uh, in hindsight, I wish I would have played both. Um, but I did play college basketball at Merrimack College Massachusetts, but baseball was still my first love. Huge Yankees fan. Um, and I love working at Game Changer and I'm super excited in the direction of the company. Uh, and I can't wait to ex uh, share that info with you guys today. Great. We're really looking forward to that. Ken, I have to say one thing that you said um, about Game Changer is that it kind of kept you busy. Something that I've always joked about as a parent doing Game Changer, you know, when somebody says, do you like ga doing Game Changer or would you mind doing that for the game today? I always say, you know, sure. I feel like it keeps my fingers busy and my mouth quiet. So it's, <laughs> it's just kind of good for me. Absolutely. during the game <laughs> especially on those those hot those hot summer days where everyone's just melting in their seats um it gives you an ability to kind of keep track of of what's going on you're kind of in every play so uh for, for me it's 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 almost like a bit of a, a baseball pacifier at times 
it is. Yeah, that's a good word for it. So um, you guys talked a little bit about your experience with Game Changer. I started using Game Changer as soon as um, my boys started playing travel ball. They started out, they're a year and a half to two years apart, but they both started out playing on the same AU travel team. So it would have been early, like winter of 2016 when I was kind of thrown into Game Changer. Had no idea what it was, but somebody said this was a great way to keep score during a game. And we loved the fact that my parents back home could kind of log in and watch the live scorebook version. And at the time in 2016, it was only available on Apple devices. So we actually went out and bought an iPad just to score games <laughs> with Game Changer because we were Android people. Um, Patrick, Stephanie, how about you guys? Yeah. So uh, when I joined the the team that our sons are on, um, I, I started scoring games when you weren't there. And then obviously as, as your two sons uh, split off, I started doing the Game Changer work more and more. And uh, just like you found that um, it gave me something to do during the games, uh, kept me focused on all of the, the balls and strikes so that when Stephanie would ask me how many strikes there were, I could look <laughs> down and tell her, right? <laughs> it became a, a good tool to be able to do that. And then, you know, obviously um, being a, a person that really enjoys stats and the nerdier sides of, of baseball, I, I really enjoyed having access to all of those numbers to be able to dig into after each tournament. Yeah, absolutely. That's so this is just going to kind of roll into the next part of this episode where we are going to talk about things that we really appreciate about Game Changer and Patrick kind of touched upon two of them. One of them, it, it seems so basic, but um, at least for us, I could count on one hand in five, six years of travel ball, how many tournaments we've played at that had working scoreboards. Oh yeah. So it's funny because when we're at a tournament, if you like look down the line of parents sitting there, every single parent has, we're at the game live watching it, but we all have Game Changer going on our phone too, because we can't seem to keep track of balls, strikes, out, score, any of that without the scoreboard. So Game Changer works great um, as like a substitute scoreboard for games, even for people who are live at the game. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. You run to the bathroom, you come back and you're like, what happened? What did I miss? I need to keep an eye on what the pitch count is, what the plate count is. And, and also the players, they're starting to get older. They're all starting to look alike. I can't remember who's in what position. So it's nice to have a name to see where they're at. It is funny though. I, I had a I had a, a, a colleague uh, come to one of, one of my son's games this summer, and um, I said, "You see all those cars out there in the outfield, and you, you see all these people up and down the, the the third and first base side. And they were both game changer teams." I said, "Everyone's watching Game Changer, and they're sitting here at the game." And yes, and it's kind <laughs> yes. of surprising because um, you know everybody wants to know you know how many pitches did this kid throw and yes. who's on deck and you know. Uh, how many how many outs there are and all that good stuff or if it's a tourney like how much time is lapsed like are we going to run out of time and get timed out Right. And to, to be honest, I'm going to say a lot of those parents are also watching Game Changer as they're watching the game because they want to see how the scorekeeper scored their kids. <laughs> was that a hit or was that an error? Because I need to know yeah. how he scored Just it. you, Diana. Yeah. <laughs> we get a lot of requests um, in our help support desk saying like, hey, can you change this from a hit to an error? My pitcher doesn't deserve that <laughs> run or something like that. I actually so. write into the help desk. I think that might have been oh, you. Nice. I remember your nice. <laughs> hey, don't tell me out here right in front of Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Patrick also kind of touched on our other favorite thing about Game Changer and it's the stats. If you're a stats nerd and it, Game Changer provides access to so many stats that are automatically calculated. And obviously you're going to get all your basics, but there's so much more in there if you could click into the advanced section. Um, and I feel like I just learned so much about stats because Game Changer does a really great job of explaining if you know to look in the little key below, just explaining what those stats even means. Yeah. So, so as people get more and more educated on stats, like you said, they're just keep asking for more and more advanced stats. So those are definitely also things that we may be even incorporating more so. So something to look down uh, in the road, down the road. That's great. Diana, as you know, something that you and I have talked about quite a bit is that at the very young levels of youth baseball, um, it's tough to determine the difference between an error, for example, and a hit. And um, I always try to make sure that I keep somebody nearby me to ask what they think, you know, when there's a, a close call, because a lot of the plays that you would assume, obviously, a major league player would be able to make uh, without any trouble. But is it fair to score an error on that eight-year-old? And then is it fair on that pitcher if you don't? There's a lot of interesting sideline parent conversations that we've had uh, just regarding that, uh, because we do know that, obviously, scoring different plays as hits or, or errors um, will impact those stats. And if the coach is using those stats in any reasonable way, uh, then, then it matters, um, even at the youth level. As a dad with a son who's a catcher, you know, just knowing the, um, you know, the difference between a, a wild pitch versus a stolen base, like if it's if it's in the dirt and it's outside and the kid advances, that's not exactly a stolen base that counts against the catcher, right? So it's all that stuff. So you quickly learn, even even if you played ball, like I, I played ball, but I never kept the book. Um, in fact, instead, of, it's, it's why I started using Game Changer way back when was because I didn't know how to keep a book because I was a player. And then, um, you know, I figured I might as well just dive into a digital product that that tabulated all this for me. And it was pretty much early days for, for, for Game Changer at that time. Uh, but you quickly realize just how much detail is in there, the difference between a wild pitch, a pass ball, um, you know, uh, just all the, the, the nuances, you know, let alone reached on error versus an error versus a sack fly that doesn't account against your batting average, all that stuff. And you wind up like just getting a heck of a lot closer to the game than you probably were when you were a player. Oh, absolutely. What Patrick said, it's a great idea. I do this for my kid. I don't tend to ask as much advice for other kids, but if it's my kid who hit or was the pitcher, whatever, if he was involved in the play, I always ask the people around me, you know, what was that? Was that a hit? Was that an error? Um, and you leave it as an open-ended question. And I find so often that it goes both ways. I want to mark it as a reached on error. And they say, no, I think that was a hit. And then other times I want to give them a hit and they say, no, you know, the fielder really should have gotten that. That was, that was an error. So, but at least that way, I feel like there's kind of a little bit of a checks and balance going on there. So, um, Patrick, well, actually, let's ask you, Stephanie. So Stephanie is a user of Game Changer. And if I'm not mistaken, you've got family that follows us on Game Changer often. So why don't you talk a little bit about the things that, that you appreciate in your experience with Game Changer just as like a fan parent user? Absolutely. So I don't follow all of the stats and, and do all the technical stuff like Patrick does. But um, I do I do want to know the pitch count of my son because he is a pitcher. Um, I like paying attention to that. And I also like to... To, uh, pay attention to the plate count because I'm always I have two other boys so I'm always looking the other way and then I come back and I'm like what just happened someone needs to tell me <laughs> nobody else knows so I need to look to game changer and I'm usually the one that says Patrick you have somebody in a different position you need to fix that <laughs> can you get on top of that? Um, and then, yes, we have family from all over Michigan and California and stuff. And so we do, we send out, as soon as the game starts, I send out the link and then they can watch it on their device as well. And you can also do 
um, not the live, but the the audio. And so we've used the audio in the car when we watched other competitors' games, when we like to listen to them and see who actually won the tournament or who's advancing. And then we can listen to it in the car. It's not really user-friendly when you're at the field to do that um, because you want to see what's going on as well. Yeah, you'd be amazed how many people say they listen to it in the car. It's like the, the, the yeah, that's when they mostly use it. <laughs> we always look, if we're driving to a tournament, that's what we do. We look for games to listen to either other teams in our organization or, um, you know, just other teams that maybe my kids have friends on or competitive teams local to the area, which just whoever we can find to listen to. It's just kind of entertainment. I will throw in there that this was also listed as one of my possible frustrations is that my experience mm. has not been that the audio has been very consistent. I feel like I do have to, I should back up here. I haven't used Game Changer very much at all in 2020 period yeah. because we didn't play a ton of all this year. Um, and then, but I did score a bit in August, September and this is kind of my hack. I probably shouldn't tell you guys that I did this, but we had one team that was on the old Game Changer app and that was the team uh -huh. that Patrick was scoring. So they're at one field. I'm across town at a different field. And so I would listen to that game in the background while I was scoring the game in the new app for my younger son's team <laughs> because mm -hmm. you can't be logged in to multiple teams at the same time, but there mm -hmm. are two separate apps. Yes. And that was my way of following two teams at the same time with one phone while I was scoring. Right. Mark. But I, I often had to, you know, in between innings really quick, leave the game, go back in and like try to get it to resync up. I don't know if it's maybe when the scorekeeper undoes something and then it, you would lose audio. I'm not sure what it was, but I would lose, I would lose connection to that audio fairly frequently. Yeah. So a lot of that is determined by how I don't, I'm not sure how strong your internet connection was at the field. You do need a, a pretty yeah. strong connection to the internet at the field for, for the game stream radio. Um, I will say, you know, these are concerns that I've heard from other people. It's a somewhat new feature and we've been trying to, you know, work out the kinks. Um, but, you know, the, that's definitely something that we've heard. And, and, you know, our team's working on making that 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 product kind of even more smooth than it is. Okay. Yeah. Because that like, like Stephanie mentioned, that's something I think that a lot of people really enjoy yes. um, ourselves definitely included. Yeah, I know it can get a little funky if you like undo a bunch of plays and redo plays um it can be hard to kind of keep track with but um i'd have to dive deeper kind of with your specific use case to kind of resolve that issue maybe maybe we can talk offline at some point yeah well in, in that case anybody who's watching a game being scored live by me probably has tons of errors <laughs> <laughs> because i'm yeah. undoing and redoing and correcting my mistakes yeah, the entire like game a banner, maybe a <laughs> yeah, banner so sorry about that guys i prefer to, to blame game changer in that instance <laughs> No, though, that's definitely, you know, some, some, we've heard that before. Yeah. So uh, you're not the only one. So this is going to be kind of an um, maybe lesser thought of thing that I really like about Game Changer. And it is especially useful for parents scoring games who maybe don't know every single rule there is to know about baseball, which is honestly generally the case. Um, and it's that mm -hmm. in some ways it's harder to make mistakes scoring because Game Changer just automatically knows what happened in that situation based on how you scored the play. And I'll just give two examples there. And one is I'm constantly hearing, I'm sort of amazed that at a higher level baseball, there are still a lot of um, parents scoring on Game Changer that don't understand that in a, if, if there's a two out situation and then uh, a force out for the third out, that that run going across the plate doesn't count. Mm -hmm. And Game Changer mm -hmm. knows, okay, that was the third out. It was a force out. It's not going to count that run for you. So you're not even allowed to make that mistake. Whereas if that parent were mm -hmm. using a paper book, it's very easy for them to just fill in that 
that diamond. And then later we have to go back and figure out why our scores aren't matching up. Oh, and another instance of that, that just happened to me this fall, um, was at a fall ball game. There was a catcher interference and mm-hmm. as the pitch was being thrown, a runner was stealing third base. So he's going from second to third. And then the ump calls catcher interference, but there was like this big to do between the two umps trying to figure out what was that call? Was it catcher interference? The coaches were all out in the field talking. Well, in the meantime, everybody coaches, umps, everybody forgot about that player that had parents. Nobody said anything about the fact that that player had just stolen third base. And when they decided on the final call of catcher interference, batter, take your base. Well, that runner has to go back to second base, but nobody notices it there. Well, game changer noticed it because as soon as I Mm -hmm. scored catcher interference, it just sent that runner right back to second base. So, you know, I was able to go out there and be like, Hey, he needs to go back. And they were all like, Oh yeah, he stole. Yeah. He needs to go back. But there's some nice little built in things there. If if you have coaches, maybe less experienced or just not paying attention, it's going to correct a lot of those mistakes that you may not notice otherwise. Yeah. So I I think our designers did a great job initially designing the app, but things like that, like took time. If we didn't see thousands of those niche cases that you're talking about, um, you know, maybe you're experiencing one time a season, but all those thousands of teams that are playing at the same time, they send us those, that stuff. And we have to, you know, iterate on the app. So we've done an actually really good job of finding every little minor role you can imagine and kind of making sure the app, um, you know, performs those, those cases in the right way for our users. Diana, similarly from the dugout, one of the things that I appreciate um, is the reliability of having a, a, a software platform like Game Changer to rely on for some of that decision making. Um, you know, I know that very frequently uh, teams are using Game Changer now as their primary book. Um, and, and for me, that's helpful because we only have three guys working in the dugout. And so when um, our third base and first base coach are out on the field and um, the coach looks at me for, you know, regardless regarding a call that was made or, you know, where we're at in the lineup or did the opposing team bat out of order, it's really good to know that I can rely on Game Changer in order to help make those decisions um, as opposed to just relying on my memory or understanding of the game all the time. So when quick decisions have to be made, I think the Game Changer really has added a lot to uh, just the the dugout in general in terms of of informing a lot of the decisions that teams are able to make. It's always interesting when the umpire or something happens on the field and they the, the last line of defense is the game changer keep you weighing in from the bleachers and you're like you know under normal circumstances you'd be like why is anybody asking me and it's because <laughs> you actually have everything right in front of you to kind of overturn a play and um it's just it's always it's always fun and that's been my experience too patrick with you know with a coach is like hey where are we in the order i mean you could look at their spray charts you know to see if uh you know you, you uh you see where this kid put the ball last time up if you can't remember and obviously making some pitches pitching calls um trying to get a kid through the bottom of the lineup before before putting a fresh arm in there at the top, you know, top of the order, that kind of thing really makes an impact. I think spray charts also have been really helpful. Uh, we played in the fall ball league this this last uh, season, and it was really helpful when we we saw a team in in bracket play uh, later on in the season that we saw earlier to be able to pull up the spray chart and see um, where that kid hit the last time he played. So just a, a level of of information that's typically not available to youth athletics. You sure. know what's funny about that is like I, I had like this um, very much like a, a the Suns coach for years was a you know, he was a minor league guy. He was in the Expo system. Uh, 
Um, and uh, I remember we were going to a tournament and, you know, we were seeing the same team and I let them know, I said, Hey, X, you know, X, Y, Z player really got shelled against this team last, last time we saw them. And these kids don't forget. I mean, they, they ran up like seven runs in the first inning on them. So they really had his number. And the coach who was very much like a Mr. Miyagi type, Paul, I love him. He's like family to me. Um, he, he did the exact opposite thing. And he said, you know what, I'm going to put this ball player on the mound again, and I'm going to let him kind of, kind of get his, you know, you know, walk out there with a chip on his shoulder and really demonstrate to those kids that, you know, you had my number that day, but you're not going to have it today. And uh, he wound up going out there and he got to the fifth inning and they scored maybe one or two on him. But uh, it was, it's it nice to have that track record to either avoid a situation that could go really wrong as far as, you know, competition, but also use it as a platform to let kids overcome the obstacles that they faced last time they, uh, they saw an opponent. Hmm. That, that was a great way to use that information. Patrick, did you have any other things that you love about Game Changer or things that Game Changer offers that you wanted to make sure we highlighted before we moved on? I think something that most of the people listening to your podcast will probably know is the impact that uh, Game Changer has had in general on scouting reports, right? Um, I think that um, our son was recently invited to go play um, uh, on a prospect team. And and when we got the roster of who's going to be on it, uh, we went to Game Changer and started searching <laughs> the names of the kids that are going to be on the team yep. with, uh, with, with our son. And we just assume that other families are doing the same if they're living in this world. So I just can't um, I, I don't think that we can overstate the the impact the platform has had or we're going to a tournament and we want to uh, coach wants to know for me, you know, what the scouting report is on the team. Um, it's you can get a lot deeper than win loss record. Um, I think, you know, Diana, you know, better than any of us that um, a box score can tell a lot if you're willing to do the, the, the math. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. hundred percent. That's that's my little trick I'm going to give. I don't remember if I gave this in my stats episode or not, but in case you haven't listened to it, make sure you because this this episode will tie in really well with the moms and baseball stats episode we did early on. And it's that if uh, coaches have the ability to make stats visible to parents or they can hide them, but the box scores are always available. So if you're really desperate, I mean, you can go in and you can do a lot with that box score information if you want to figure out what your kid's batting average is um, or a lot of other things. So yeah, there's a little tidbit. Got all the workarounds. <laughs> yes, she does. Yes. Yeah, sorry. I will say here, actually, this is a really good time to talk about this, um, that with these workarounds, I am a longtime Game Changer subscriber. I don't know because it's just like on auto pay. So I haven't even looked at it in forever, mm. but I know I'm a paid subscriber because another thing that moms in particular really seem to enjoy, it's the little um, game recap that you get. If you're, I believe that's only available to paid subscribers. You can correct me if I'm wrong. It is only paid subscribers, a plus plus subscription. The lowest subscription will give you that access. Okay. And so with that information, you can, Game Changer kind of puts together like an automatic little, it's like a little sports article write up about the game using the stats from the game to, you know, highlight who had the most hits in the game. If somebody threw a no hitter, if somebody had a walk-off hit or whatever. So you'll see a lot of parents posting screenshots of the game recap to kind of brag about how their kid did in a certain game. But um, anyway, we are paid subscribers because I like to get all the information I possibly can about a game when I'm watching it. And you get more information as a paid subscriber than you do um, as a free user. And one of our teams would always purchase mm -hmm. the team subscription 
subscription um, or whatever the one is that's like $99 for the team. Yeah, it's called a community pass. Okay, and I would strongly recommend the community pass. Um, it, if, you're, if you've got 10 kids on your team, it's literally $10 per kid for the entire year for every single family member, fan to be able to go in and watch those games and get the and get the, that experience. My parents are, and I feel like our family loves watching my younger son's games because of that paid subscription for the whole team. They get so much more information when they watch the older kids' teams. They, they're not watching it often enough to really warrant being paid users and they don't get the info. So I feel like for 10 bucks a kid for the entire year to make your family happy, that's totally worth it. So I'm going to give, I'm assuming this is probably more Ken. I'm not sure David could fill in. Uh, if you'd like to talk a little bit about, you know, what you can get as a free user and, and as a paid user. You know, the vast majority of features on Game Changer um, is completely free. Um, you know, coaches can create their teams, add players, add the team schedule, score games, um, have access to all that content they produce um, at completely no cost to the coaches. Um, all the team management features, RSVPing, team messaging, um, everything like that, that's free for both team and staff. So, you know, everything's free for the admins and all the team management features are completely free for everyone. Um, the only features that cost money are the in-game features. So box scores, stats, game stream radio, spray charts, stuff like that. Um, and only the followers of the team would have to pay if they wanted access to that. Um, you can either buy a plus subscription, which is $2.99 a month, or a premium subscription, which is $7.99 a month. Um, you know, you get different levels of access based on which subscription you purchase. Um, but, you know, it's, I, I want you guys to remember, or your listeners to remember, coaches and team staff get all that for free. So you can install the app for free, score the games for free, everything's for free. I, I definitely think uh, Community Pass is probably a smart option for most teams. I mean, you know, we have a lot of teams in, in Texas that have a thousand fans. Um, you know, they just buy a, a prepaid subscription um, and, and cover all those fans for them. So maybe it doesn't make sense for us financially, but, you know, we want to give those teams access. The more people using the app, the better. Like, let's be honest, for Travel Ball, you're paying so much money for your kid for the year. What's another 10 bucks so everybody can go in and watch your kid's game changer? Like, it's nothing, really. Well, Diana, if we if, if the team doesn't pay for it, as our team hasn't in the past, then you find out, like I did, that families are just paying for it on their own. So the conversation with the families is really about uh, some money savings to be able to go in on, on this as an entire team. Uh, the only downfall of that would be that if you're a real nerd like you or me, then you won't have that same access for all the other teams, right? So that's where I think that, that the platform really uh, gets unlocked, right, is if your team is paying for the Game Pass experience for everybody that that accesses it. And then the, um, the, as an individual, you buy it so you can see those same stats for individuals. Is that, is that, did I get that right, David? Is that how that works? But for the majority of our families, Diana, they're, they're not interested in that. They just want to see their and follow their own kids. Team. Right. So it would make sense for, for us as a team to organize and, and buy that community pass. Yeah, no, you got exactly a lot of, a lot of people, their teams will be, you know, prepaid. And then, you know, for scouting other teams that aren't prepaid, they already have a subscription themselves. I, I agree. And I, I feel like coaches may be a little bit more biased towards like not doing it if they don't know much about it because they like you said David they already have full access to everything so you know it doesn't really affect them <laughs> yeah some coaches some coaches obviously are very protective of who use their team so they think you know if they buy a community pass they'll have all these random people other people just want as many people as possible following the team grandmothers making it as easy as possible for anyone to really be able to find the team and watch so it's kind of different uh each coach individually yep that makes sense all right so now that we understand a little bit more about the experience for the free users 
versus the paid subscription, I thought we could go in to talk about- Is this the limitations the li- part? I'm worried. The limitations. <laughs> and I'm going to start with the first one that it's totally not fair because you can't address it. <laughs> and it's just simply the fact that it's technology versus paper. And so there are going to be glitches that Game Changer has absolutely no, I mean, some of them they have control of, but sometimes it's 100% not related to them. So this is why I always say, even if Game Changer is 100% perfect and never goes down and never has any bugs in it, um, I have had two instances where I've completely been shut out of a game because of my device. Um, and both of them were from scoring in extreme weather situations. One of them, it was like it was like snowing dipping dots. I don't know what you call that, the little white snow pebbles from the sky and the kids were playing. And it was so cold and it was so windy. And I was scoring on my husband's phone. It was our first year and the battery went from 80% to completely dead. It just did not like that cold. It shut off. I couldn't recharge it. So we hit to kind of scramble. Another time I was scoring in the middle of July, um, in the right in the sun, I'm holding an ice pack under the device and trying to shield the device with my body because there's no shade anywhere. And I didn't have an umbrella or anything and it's still overheated. So I completely lost game changer. And other times I've had issues where it maybe Mm -hmm. was an internet or a game changer related glitch where everything just kind of freaked out. And there was either a really, really long delay or I lost everything I had done or got kicked out or whatever. So this is why I always recommend no matter how good Game Changer is, I feel like you should have somebody doing paper book as a backup, even if it's just the bare bones basics, even if they're just keeping track of where we're at in the batting lineup, how many outs are there, how many runs were scored. Um, so so you have an emergency backup if, if you need to, because they can always constantly go in and try to improve their bugs and their user experience. But there's always going to be limitations that you don't have with a piece of paper and a pencil. Yeah, I mean, definitely like in the beginning of Game Changer, you know, I would have definitely recommended um, user using paper scorebooks in the beginning when there are a lot of bugs and crashing a lot. Hopefully in the future down the road, you know, there'll be other people at the game as, as Game Changer becomes more popular, there'll be other people at the game scoring. So if anything happens, you can, you know, be like, hey, what happened? What was that score? Um, also, like if you're connected to the server while scoring and something goes out, all those those plays you have scored in the past will be there. Um, and, you know, hopefully as technology progresses, it's, it's moving, you know, faster and faster each year. These these glitches will, will stop and hopefully weather, you know, I don't know, global warming may stop these, these weather issues you're having, but, um, you know, hopefully the technology will get even better and better. All products around the world are just getting better and faster and more reliable. So, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, one day the paper scorebook will be abolished and, and you'll just have to use Game Gear. <laughs> oh, don't say that. That kind of breaks my heart because I really feel like the paper scorebook is like a lost art and I, <laughs> I just, I can't let it just completely disappear. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll let you still do it. Um, Okay. So yeah, I had to address that first because that's kind of been, that's the most obvious, I guess you could say, um, is that there are issues in technology that you don't have with paper and pencil. Quite a feeling in your gut when the, uh, when, you know, I score on an iPad and you're standing there in the sun and you're like en- enjoying maybe, you know, catching a little rays and um, all of a sudden your iPad overheats and you're like keeping score with sticks and dirt bombs um, and to get your iPad to cool down and you stick, I've stick, literally stick it in a, uh, an ice cooler and, you know, you're just, you know, you're just finding, you're desperately finding anything to kind of write notes on. And, you know, then when it comes back on, you're just, you know, you, you got like three, three people people on the sidelines trying to read off the play. Somebody's catching it. Someone's feeding you what happened. And <laughs> caught up. It's, You've got really good parent helpers on your team, Ken. I feel like on my kids team, no one around me ever has a clue about what's going on. Like, did he swing at that? You know, my head's down and I want to know what the pitch was. Oh, or, you know, what was that last play? I don't know. We hit it somewhere. And 
Yeah. No one around <laughs> me ever seems to know what happened, but I'm really glad <laughs> you're on a great team. It sounds like your kids. <laughs> they, they all just, I think my son's team, they just, they love the connectivity aspect of it. And, um, you know, being able to follow the game and there's, there's a couple of dads that might make a, you know, make a run for a coffee or something like that. And, uh, you know, they, they feel like they're not missing, missing a beat too much, especially if their kids just got up at bat, they could, they feel like they could run to the store and that kind of thing and just stay in touch. So they, they, they love the connectivity and, you know, not missing a pitch kind of thing, which is, which is great. Yeah. Um, I've got here, if I'm keeping paper book and I realize I made a mistake seven plays ago, I just go erase it and I fix it. And it doesn't affect the last six plays that happened between then and now I just erase it, fix it and move on. There's no, I feel like there's, if, if you're a parent that has scored game changer or a coach that has scored game changer and you haven't been in a panic similar to what Ken just described about, you know, your games, your iPads overheating and, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And if you haven't experienced some sort of panic like that related to the technology, then you probably haven't been doing game changer long enough because something is going to happen. Um, yeah. and, or you just make mistakes all the time. Like I do. No, I'm actually, I'm actually super glad you brought this up because in the new team manager app, we're, we're trying to make a lot of improvements, uh, specifically with baseball and softball and play editing was the, 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 the number one thing that people kept telling us, like when you guys yes. to make these changes, play editing, play editing, play editing. And it's definitely something the last few releases that we've really changed. Um, so I think you should check out uh, the newest versions of the team manager app, play around with it. Um, we, we've made it much more simple to, to do play editing, um, much easier for, for users. I, we know how crazy you can get play by play. Um, and, and it's definitely something that we're going to keep iterating, iterating on and, and making even easier. So I'm super glad you brought that up because I was going to bring that up at the end. Oh, um, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> sorry to make you bring it up sooner, but yeah, I, no, 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 I'm sure no, Patrick no. can agree. Is that something that you've kind of noticed on your end? Just it's a little, it's not a little, it's a lot more difficult to edit plays both during the game and then next to impossible to do it after the game, except for maybe just a couple very limited um, options mm-hmm. that you can change. Yeah, after, after the game is over is is usually when I'm second guessing myself and I'm like, man, that really should have been a hit. And that's when, you know, you've got to just go in and basically edit the stats. It's not really possible to go and edit the game and see what the, the ramifications would be. Um, I will say that during fall ball, it was a lot easier. I remember there was an uh, there was a mistake that I made and I didn't realize I made it until it was, you know, maybe five runs had passed. I think it was a pitcher issue, right? Uh, maybe, maybe five hitters had gone by and I forgot to change the pitcher. And then when I remembered it, it was, you know, uh, I, I go back to go change it and come to find out that um, not having the right pitcher in there had ramifications on a bunch of other things. I think Game Changer did a good job of presenting me with the options of what to change, but there were a lot of fields just because it was a complex play that I was trying to edit and all of it was logical. But if you didn't know the system and you didn't know baseball um, stats that well, you might you, you might get lost in that. And all the all the while you're on the sideline trying to score the, <laughs> the next play. So it can be stressful. And, and I don't I think that's just a limitation of the nature yeah. of, of trying to do this as a, as a parent or, you know, rec coach. Yeah, so. so the logic of it uh, is tough play editing in itself. There's so many different various outcomes and variables. Um, but our product team has definitely made it a priority and they've made some great improvements. Um, and there's definitely even more to come. So. Well, it's certainly it's an area that uh, because, you know, a lot of us doing this work um, are are doing it for, you know, the love of the game and trying to watch our kids play. It's 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 wonderful to make it as easy as you possibly can, knowing that it, it has to be a technical uh, challenge to, to try to make that simpler. So thanks. Yeah, my brother was a high school varsity baseball. And so this was before, prior to 2016. Um, I don't know for how many years, but they used Game Changer and um, 
the kids sitting the bench would would run the app, would keep score. So, and he never really worried too much about it, but he liked to be able to go in after the game and be able to manually edit any of those box scores, you know, or if he felt like they made a, a, a poor decision about a hit versus an error or something like that. But he did mention, so I'm curious about this with your in or with your, um, the things you're looking to do to improve the play editing. He mentioned that more and more teams are using Game Changer as their only scorebook in high school. And at the high school level, like at Michigan, at the end of the season, he has to submit his scorebook to MHSAA for like all state honors, things like that. So he said if he were to go in and just alter the box score or the stats or whatever after the game, that that wouldn't show up in the scorebook. And then therefore, he's not sure how you could really submit a valid Mm. book to MHSAA for something like that. Yeah, I know. I know we've made a lot of scorebook improvements in the new team manager app. I'm not exactly sure right now. Um, I think if you change it now in the new team manager app, it will reflect the new scorebook. I can't be give you a 100% certain answer on that. Okay. Um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I totally understand that's such a, <laughs> yeah, that's such kind a, of like, a specific thing. No, I get that. it definitely makes sense. You know, um, we definitely want everything to update as things get changed. Look, things are going to change all the time um, with stuff like that. And we, and we want to be 100% accurate. If, you know, I, I told you earlier, we don't want to have to rely on paper scorebooks. So if I say that, um, then we need to make our app as perfect as it can be. So um, I'm going to check that out after this this podcast and, you know, hopefully maybe email you back after and just update you a little. Sure. Um, yeah. Because now I'm interested in knowing. Well, you know, and if you do that, I'd be, uh, I'll just make sure to go ahead and include that in our show notes. So listeners okay, can go awesome. there to look for the answer if uh, David is able to find that for us. So sorry to throw out something so specific to you that just kind of came no, to no, me no, as we awesome. were talking today. Um, but I'm hoping you guys could talk to us a little bit because this is something that I know Game Changer is really excited about and game changer users want to be excited about but i feel like there's a lot of concerns right now related to switching over to the team manager app so yeah, yeah if you guys want yeah, to talk no, about so that this a little is, bit <laughs> this is something i deal with you know every single day obviously this is the biggest question we get moving you know hundreds of thousands of people from one platform to another is not an easy task and we wouldn't do it if it wasn't something that absolutely needed to be done but um let me just give you a little background the way our original gc app backend was built architecturally it kind of prevented us from being able to build out um some of these features that we wanted in addition to being a multi-sport platform so having all these different sports all in one app i know this is a baseball podcast but obviously we we kind of envisioned ourselves as a company that's not only baseball softball but pretty much um every single sport um for all amateur sports not just baseball softball so because of those back-end restrictions um we really couldn't build out multiple sports on the the game changer baseball softball app it just wasn't possible um and making multiple apps for each individual sport kind of just didn't work for us didn't really make sense for us so there were also some baseball softball centric reasons just the ability to have uh, career profiles for players so right now each player has an individual profile for each season but in team manager now everyone will have a career profile so your team in 2015 you can look out your season stats and then you can go to your 2019 season stats and see that all from one player profile and if you play basketball for one season you can see that all in one player profile um so so those kind of things kind of egged us into moving to a new so we had to start from scratch obviously with a new app and take all the good stuff we could from the gc baseball softball app and build that into the new team manager um while also building out all these cool team manager 
management features we think that everyone needed, RSVPing, team messaging, stuff like that. And also building out each sport so that ideally each sport will kind of look how baseball, softball, basketball, soccer, football, um, all these these sports will be using uh, the, the, the team manager. Can I stop um, you just for one second there, David? I'm so sorry. When you, you're talking about other sports, are you saying, are the other sports there for like the, the team managing aspects or because I'm a former, um, I didn't do it this year, but the four years leading up to it, I was a high school volleyball coach. Are you looking at using this as a way to be able to score volleyball games? No, no, no great question. So yeah. So yeah. So down the road, some, some point down the road, it'll be exactly like baseball, softball. It won't be exactly like it, but you'll be able to score the game and parents will be able to see the stats and be able to follow the game um, on a live game stream or game stream radio or a live video. So, okay. so every that, well, you- shoot too bad. We didn't have that for 2020, David. No. <laughs> <laughs> so right just- now, I'm kidding. No, 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 a good question. So, so right now, obviously, we have baseball, softball on the team manager app. We also have basketball with full scoring capabilities. Um, oh, okay. And then we're building out all these other sports. Soccer will probably might be next. Volleyball, football. Um, so yeah. Okay. So you know, people like you that that use it for baseball and score all the games and all these plays will be able to use it for basketball or soccer or football and score all these plays. Um, and fans will be able to follow. So that's kind of the direction the company. Okay. You know, it's amazing to think that, you know, Game Changer was, it started in 2010. That was like three years after the iPhone launch, right? And so it was like kind of in that first wave. So you could imagine just how dramatically everything has changed and, and you know, just the foundation of, you know, what, what started and what needed to happen as far as a renovation is uh, pretty monumental. And I, uh, as I, as I came on board to, to Game Changer in June, um, you know, I had about, oh my gosh, five or six seasons. Um, well, no, five or six years, so probably about a dozen seasons counting spring summer fall um but but essentially um it's the same scoring user experience that i i i knew and loved and felt so uh comfortable with i feel like i can do game change with my my eyes closed um but this this new team manager app like as a user not not as a person that's on the team i, I would say is like 10, 10 times better than the uh the original app and for good reason there's a there's a whole host of new product features that we would love to tell you guys about um, um, you know, obviously live streaming with a scoring overlay, like video streaming, being able to watch wow. the games um, beyond game stream radio is is really an incredible, uh, an incredible accomplishment. So that the team had really, especially during COVID, had really like hunkered down and went hard, um, really hard at developing video stream capabilities because it was a time when we, you know, obviously we just got through the spring season and yes. pretty much all the country lost their spring season. It sounds like you guys lost a good summer season, um, but they really went to work to launch a streaming beta that um, essentially you, you mount a phone on the backstop, and while someone else is scoring on another you know device, whether it be an iPad, I, I mount my phone on the on the backstop and I, I use the iPad, and uh, we're now broadcasting games in pretty high quality definition, third base, the first base, and folks are able to to watch that uh, wherever they are, might be a soccer field or um, or if you're like my wife, she stayed home in the air conditioning after a soccer game and just air streamed it to the television. So while well, well, I sweated out the field, but uh, yeah, I mean, live streaming is one of those, I think almost like mic drop moments for, for game changer and for all the subscribers and users, especially as we get into 2021. I, I think that's going to be a huge feature. And um, the thing that I love about yep. it, I was, I was kind of curious how it works. So I'm really glad that you just explained that it's a, a second device, maybe from a second account, maybe just they have to be 
linked to the same team to be able to video yes. that? How, is that how that works? Yes. Okay. So I like that because a lot of times your person doing Game Changer, like, I don't know, it's some super mom and she's doing Game Changer and she's team photographer and she's running the music and this is a separate device. So users listening, maybe offer to be the person to hook your phone up to the fence and video that so Game Changer parent doesn't feel like they have to do everything. Oh, I was just going to say it's, it's, um, it, it really is. It's, you know, the, 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 the thing that you'd have to do is just basically, you know, there's, I, I found out that there's not a, a straight backstop in, in the United States. They're, they're all like pretty much beaten up and concave. Um, and we actually have some mounting solutions coming to help folks just like turnkey kits and things of that nature, but it's pretty easy to get, to get something, you know, back there and in position a little bit high enough on the, uh, on the fence. And essentially, um, you know, you put your, your, your iPhone or your Android phone in do not disturb mode this way when the phone rings and people are calling you for the uh you know for you know for the for the detail at bat that your your son or daughter might have had um it doesn't interrupt the stream but uh literally you 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 mount the phone on the backstop and you hit two buttons you hit video actually you hit three buttons. hit video on the video tab go live and then go live again really big green button uh it's really that simple then everyone gets a notification that the game's going live and they just click on the alert and boom they're in and they're watching a game in uh in in a pretty good resolution if you have a good cell cell signal obviously it gives everyone access and every field access to now live stream the game and you know i know i have somewhere i'm in new york and i have some parents some grandparents parents that are in Kansas and and they watch they watch all the games now and we uh we're really excited about this this new feature because I think it's uh, it's obviously never been more needed uh, but obviously just far more engaging to to watch the game and to hear the sounds of the game to hear the kids screaming to hear the sound of the bat to hear the arguments with blue right? <laughs> oh yeah it's, and it'll uh, be front and center for that the good and the bad. I've had to definitely tone it down a little bit. Yes. Uh, yes. Near, near the phone, just trying not to get caught. Yeah. So I completely agree with everything. Video is the most amazing thing that we we've done at Game Generator, and I've never been more excited for another feature. But I do want to touch on your first comment that you said when you said there were some team manager concerns from your parents. Um, you know, I get those concerns. You know, moving from this this awesome app um, to kind of something that's that's unknown to your to your parents. Um, and there were some issues. You know, last summer with the initial launch. Of the app, but our engineering team has, has made this into our number one priority and have made some amazing progress. I, I'm so amazed by the progress they've, they've made and how good and, and where the apps come. Um, and I, I right now, I, I'm not saying this because I'm biased and I work at Game Changer. I think it's miles ahead of the older GC app. Uh, and like Ken's saying, just adding video is just, not to sound corny, but it really is a game changer. Um, <laughs> gotcha. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that, but there's no other word I yeah. think of. You know, I <laughs> I think the live stream is definitely going to be a selling point for parents. Yeah. And any issues people are having and writing into us, you know, we, we want to get rid of all the kinks before anyone's on it, but you know, we're, we're super receptive to any issues people or any features. Um, you know, our engineers are, are working on things 24 seven. So uh, really excited uh, with the direction that the app's going. I, and I will say just to back David up here, and I really have no reason to do this other than it's just true. Um, I, I had a major issue with the new app and it was that I created a team 
team. And of course, like everything else I do, it was about five minutes before the, I needed to start scoring the first game. And for what I, and this was early on, it was in August. So I'm, it sounds like there were probably a lot more glitches then than there are now. And for whatever reason, right after I created it, it just disappeared. Then I think I found it and it had my husband as an admin, but it had, when I, oh, that's what it was. When I'd added him as an admin, it had kicked me off as admin somehow. So I kind of freaked out about it and I sent an email to Game Changer and it, it must have been on a weekend and they got me back in, logged into the account like immediately. So that was my only one instance where I think I've mm-hmm. written into customer service for something mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. um, I was amazed at how quickly they responded and corrected my issue. So it ended up being no big deal. Yeah, I think we probably moved over way too many people way too quickly. And all these minor bugs that came out, everyone experienced at once, where otherwise they would kind of come out more slowly if we move people over more slowly. Um, But I I think we've got a great handle on everything. And I'm really happy with where we are. Hey, guys, what's the what's the timeline on the the changeover? I mean, obviously, we're we're living in a world right now where we've got, you know, game changer for all of the uh, teams that had historically originally joined. And then we've got the game changer uh, team manager um, app. And and I guess one of the features I'm thinking about um, in the dugout is that when we add a new team or a new opponent, uh, their roster is automatically rated. And that's obviously dependent on the the other team having their roster updated. If if uh, one coach is using the game changer app and just rolled over their team and, and we're in game changer in the team manager, does that, um, is all that data shared between the two or it, I don't know, this is a messy question, Diana, but like, I'm just kind of thinking about timeline. No, and- no, no, that's a good question. Um, so, so the apps don't talk to each other. So the other team would have to be on team manager. We are moving mm-hmm. every team over from game changer to team manager. Um, but, but this year game changers not going anywhere. Um, we, we don't want to force people to move over this season if they don't want to this, this spring, this summer, this fall. Um, um, if people want to use Game Changer this year, they're more than welcome to. We really do want people to move over because we know how great Team Manager is for these people. Um, you know, but it is hard getting everyone moved over. We don't want to move everyone over until they're 100% comfortable moving over. So Game Changer, the original app, isn't going anywhere this year. Um, we're not shutting it down or anything like that. Uh, people will still be able to, to score games. Um, and then, you know, I, I maybe Ken knows, but there's not like a, a direct plan 2022. Yeah, I mean... But yeah, the thing I'd say is like you, you know, given the stability of team manager at this point in time, and you know, the, the thing about the team manager is it's the same scoring experience, but it has like just a whole wealth of new product features. I think the streaming alone is enough reason to move over. Um, but then there's other things that are coming really quick, like game highlight clipping. So you'll be able to, you know, something great happens on the field, you can hit a button and you'll be able to capture that clip, whether it's posting it to social media or even you know, saving it for a college recruiting video. This is, um, this is, this is all coming. Um, that's to me, that's so exciting because, you know, it, it might, it might alleviate some of the need of parents to obviously hold up their, 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 their smartphones and record their, their kids, you know, playing. And sometimes they miss out on living in that moment and being present in that moment because they're trying to record it and capture it. But, uh, I mean, when you think about other, other things that we have in there, like pitching spray charts, like, so now you have, we always had batting spray charts, but now you have pitching spray charts 
parts and the ability to edit in in games. Um, and then there's other things like starting, you know, starting lineups. You, know, you don't have you could just pick the the lineup that you had from the previous game, and it just it just there's there's so many you know we we talk about as as, as the carrot. You know, no one's forcing anybody to move over, but my gosh, there are so many reasons now to move over the team manager and. Um, you know, all the uh, the issues had been been fixed, fixed and addressed. Uh, I mean, I'd, I'd like to say that the team listens really well. I mean, David's team is so amazing. Um, as you, it sounds like you guys had a good experience with with his team too, getting getting back to you right away. But I mean, this is just a great organization of people that listen um, and they uh, they they act on the feedback. But uh, my gosh, 2021 is the year uh, to move over to Game Changer, and it's really made it so that it's it's really trans trouble free in the in the transition. Your your stats all migrate over. Um, they'll, they'll be there for you. Uh, so you don't lose anything, but you gain all the, the benefits of all these new features, which I think the users will find so, so incredibly valuable. And um, I think obviously letting the, the family experience the game in a way they, 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 they couldn't with the, with the original app. As you were talking there, Ken, I thought of um, something else that I have to list as a current or at least previous, um, in case it's been changed, a <laughs> limitation with the new app. And that is my understanding, at least that there's lack of a website to accompany it. So when I talked before about my brother going in and updating box scores or changing things, there were a lot of things that were available on gc.com when you log into the game changer that you can't do from the app. And as far as I can tell, that doesn't yeah. appear to be available on yeah. team. Managers. So I knew that was what you were going to say. <laughs> so <laughs> while, <laughs> so yeah. while originally, you know, planning this new team manager app, we kind of looked at the metrics and did some analysis. And, and discovered that almost 90% of all users are only mobile and only using the app and not a website. So we initially began building Team Manager with the idea that we're not going to build a website. But then as we started building the app and talking with users and getting more user feedback and obviously some complaints from people, we realized that even though many people may not use it, really important people do use it, such as admins and coaches and stuff like that. So right now, <laughs> it's funny you say that, we're, we're almost... Um, ready to have a website go public for um, some of our coaches and admins. It's our, We have a whole team working on a website right now for Team Manager, so it'll be a separate uh, website from the Game Changer um, website. Um, so, you know, within a matter of weeks, uh, there should be, you know, I don't want to make any promises of, of timeline or anything like that, um, but there will be an accompanying Team Manager website like there was for I love that. And it sounds yeah. like for us, for multiple reasons in Michigan, one, we're kind of locked down right now. And for another, um, it's hard to play baseball here right now. Um, maybe by the time we're back to playing, um, yeah, hopefully. that might be there. That would be amazing. Yeah, that would be great. I'll talk with the team. I'll give them an over. Actually, I'll make them listen to this. And, um... We're just waiting. <laughs> Perfect. Right before the new year. <laughs> It is, it is coming up pretty quick because we they, everyone knows how important nice. that feature is. Um, you know, for me as a user, I, I probably was more seasonal in how I used the website because um, once I had the schedule, then I would kind of do a little bit of my recon on who are we playing and and how do they look and what were they like last season and things of that nature. And and then obviously coming into tourney weekends, you kind of hit it hard. You're like, who's at the tourney? And you're you're kind of sitting there, you know, trying to figure out like if you have a shot to uh, take home a, a trophy. So. Uh, um, for, for me, it was always about like the recon when I got the schedule, the recon that I would do sometimes before a weekend game or especially
especially before a tournament. And then I'd, I'd look back at the end of the year and, you know, um, my eyes aren't as good as they used to be. Um, and um, for me, I wanted to always look at it on a, on a, on a bigger screen and just, you know, have fun with the numbers and, you know, just to, just to see how, uh, how the team's doing and look at them for all sorts of reasons. Whether like, hey, how many come from behind victors do we, you know, things like so fun. Absolutely. Um, I, I hate to bring this up as a limitation because this is another like nitpicky thing, but I know Patrick is going to be completely with me on this one. And this is something that I feel like it's not a big deal, but it's something that's kind of been a thorn in my side since the very first game I ever scored back in 2016. And it was that, I don't know, maybe this is a regional thing, but at least in Michigan, in any dome tournament that we've played in. So when we play baseball in December, January, February, March, it's, it's in a sports dome. Um, they're very, very fast paced games. They're short games and they start with a one in one count. And um, I know there are other apps out there that do allow you to start with a one in one count and Game Changer didn't. Now, most people don't care because they just click ball strike, but it totally throws off your pitch count. And it also throws off like your first pitch strike count, if that's something that's important to your coach. So there's a workaround that Patrick found for me. And you go to like settings, manual override, one ball, one strike, save. And you have to do that before every batter. Um, mm -hmm. But anyway, I know that's common, at mm -hmm. least in Michigan for dome tournaments. And I know that that's also how we do most of our like co-ed softball tournaments. They start with a one in one count. So I wondered if that's something that anyone else has mentioned. Is that on your radar? Yeah, so <laughs> that a bunch of people have mentioned that. And actually me and Ken, Ken and I had a conversation about that last week because someone requested it. Um, so you know, it's I don't want to say that it's on the roadmap because there's other vital things that we are working on right now that we need to get done before the spring season. But that is something that has been kind of been on our backlog for a while because a lot of people have requested that starting at one-on-one -on -one count. And we even have some some leagues we hear start at two, two counts or in extra innings, they'll start in a full count or something like that. So kind of working with our settings in the app and kind of making that, uh, being able to change that default zero, zero count into another count is definitely something that I think is possible that we could do. It's kind of just um, weighing whether it's worth building that instead of another feature, um, you know, taking away the, the engineering. Um, but I definitely think it's something that we should do. I know how many people are actually using that. You're not the only one that requests that. A ton of people have. Um, so definitely on our backlog and it's kind of just, we, we just have to see, uh, you know, where we end up with things. But, you know, I, I'll, I'll talk with people. Maybe I'll make that yeah. my personal goal. <laughs> David, either either that or if you, we would prefer it if you just talk to all of the people running uh, baseball and softball tournaments and tell them that that's not baseball. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> they yeah. Should, they shouldn't do that ever again. That's yeah. so true. We would prefer to just never, ever play in those games. But <laughs> I've also heard uh, just recently, I think it happened in fall ball where we had games delayed due to weather. And when they look to shorten games, they say, sorry, but be prepared to start, you know, your next game with a one in one count. And I don't think it happened, but we get threatened with that a lot. Well, I'm glad to hear I'm not the only, well, Patrick and I, I should say, are not the only people that, that have noticed that and brought that up. So I'll just look forward to that coming out at some point in time someday. One thing I, it's worth noting, because I, I, I didn't realize that Michigan didn't have much of a season um, this past year, because we, we saw quite, we get to see a lot of the activity in baseball across the country. And it was pretty remarkable um, how much baseball and softball was actually played once we got into the summer. And I was just thinking it might be good to, to point out that within team manager, we have a, a health tracker. It's like a COVID, it's like a COVID health status report. And it, it kind of goes through all those questions. It's like, you know, have you been diagnosed with COVID? 
COVID, you know, temperature, if you're feeling nauseous, and you kind of answer this Q&A within the app and the, the, the parents and the players could answer this and you'll get a pass or fail. And that shows up in the, in the RSVP, um, you know, uh, section of the, of the app. And then you could actually um, upload that as a CSV and keep track of it. So as you guys talk to your local leagues, um, it's something that you, you might look at as, a, as something to kind of support, you know, getting back to competition safely, you know, in connection with this COVID health tracker, but also with live streaming where they may have, uh, you know, especially here in New York, I think we were allowed to have one or two parents at the ballpark. So there's sometimes they're limiting the number of there. So with the live streaming and this COVID health tracker, it kind of can, maybe it could help Michigan get back to competition. And, and especially as we get into spring, I would hope that, uh, especially with vaccinations rolling out, that you guys won't miss um, a season this year. Okay. Yeah, that, that could definitely come in handy. And I should say, I'm probably not being fair to Michigan because we were actually back to baseball, I want to say middle of June. Um, I guess for our team in particular, just because of everything that happened, it totally changed our schedule and what we could do. And just one example for that is we were a 12U team last year, something our boys had been looking forward to since 8U was traveling to Cooperstown to play in the 12U only tournament. And, you know, that completely um, was canceled. And we, so we, we just stayed really local. It was just a completely different season than what we had originally planned. Um, and then, so we were back to it for a bit and then we were shut down again. I don't even know, November, Patrick, I don't know. Maybe you'd know better. I've been kind of out of the loop. <laughs> Yeah, we've been living in in our house for a long time now, Diana. I don't know. I don't know what the outside world either. is doing. Yeah. <laughs> it got cold again. What are you going to say, <laughs> hey, uh, Diana? Before you wrap it up, I do want to um, ask if there's one more item that comes up frequently amongst conversations with other coaches is just the the organization of of teams that you've uh, d- decided to follow. Um, a lot of coaches will follow a lot of different teams, and the way that the website or the app organizes is by season and those lists can get pretty long is if you guys ever talked internally about allowing some form of organization for coaches to be able to separate those yeah so we've tried to do a better job of having you know the teams that you actually admin for or are a parent of on top um i i I know this has become an issue i know that our team's thinking of ways of working through this i can't give you any real concrete details yet um i don't think it's anything we really mapped out yet but i know that this is on our radar and something that we want to work on and making it more organized for for coaches, especially, you know, our most important users that follow hundreds of teams, um, you know, and don't want to have to scroll through all that junk um, of their neighbors, aunts, uncle, son, team, um, and they they want the main teams they want. So organizing the app maybe in the way that you want or having a search feature or making it more more better for, for your admin teams is definitely something that we've thought about doing. But yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Patrick. That's not something that I had thought of. Is there, are there any other additional tips or any newer things that are coming up that we didn't talk about? No, I mean, I, there's just, you know, we're hiring like crazy and we're, we're building so many different things. So, I mean, I'm just really excited where the company's going with this video. We're working on it so much. Um, so I'm just really excited and I hope you guys, um, really enjoy the app. <laughs> 
absolutely. It sounds like it's going to be some some great things. We can't wait to do. Well, I shouldn't say this, but we just bought a new camera to put up there. So now we're going to have to find something new so that we can live stream from our phone. So, um, but yeah, we're pretty excited about that. And then our family can can watch it. So yeah, this is all great That's news. Right. Yeah, you, you can get that immediate um, gratification. You know, obviously somebody hits a walk off. Oh my gosh. I, I've had so many parents stand next to me. I'm like, get your camera up. Your son's up. He has a walk off situation. And they're like, no, I'm going to jinx it. And I'm like, dude, give me your phone. I'll videotape it because you cannot miss this moment. If your son hits a walk off, you know, you, you probably only have a few shots at that. You know, you might have more if you're lucky, but I'm like, get your cameras up. So it's, it's great that, you, you know, to have that, that feature. Cause you can, you can capture those moments. Cause let's face it, you know um, it's uh, those are some fantastic memories, not just for the kids, but for us as parents and, and coaches. And uh, you know, with this, with this live streaming thing, uh, you know, I've, I say it over and over again, the most important game of the week is not the one with LeBron James, Mike Trout, you know, Serena Williams, you know, Tiger Woods. It's the one that your kid's playing. And, you know, it's great, you know, that, you know, you won't miss it, um, you know, with Game Changer, but to see it um, and be able to capture some of those moments is, you know, lightning in a bottle, if you will. So um, really excited about the clipping feature and where we're going with uh, being able to, to watch this stuff down the path. So it's, you know, for, for anyone listening to this, it's, it's the time to upgrade to, uh, team team manager um, 21 is going to be a fantastic year and the team's working really hard to put just more and more features into the product on a on a every two week basis it's pretty amazing I, I I could tell you that having tested the the beta my my team was so fired up about it and um, grandparents watching from you know states away and you know all sorts of stuff it's going to be a magical year game make the switch you know what I hate to say this because we're wrapping it up but that reminded me I had a question jotted down that I forgot to ask and I I think it was Hen talking about it. It could have been David. When you were going into the live streaming capabilities, this is probably a dumb question, but can you go back and view it after the fact? I mean, is it like state? No, that's a great question. So right now it's kind of a video beta. Um, so right now you can't, but it is something that we're definitely working on right now. And it will definitely. Okay. I mean, I like that it's coming, but it can also encourage, you know, people to, Hey, go out and watch the game and experience it live with us. <laughs> so it makes that clipping feature all the more important, at least for right now, because that with that part, you could save that the clip or whatever you called that feature, the clipping feature. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we want, we want we want people to be able to, you know, save the games, be able to watch at a later date, send it to college recruiters. Um, so we're working on a lot of video features that, that are going to be awesome. <laughs> You're doing a good job on selling us on that. So <laughs> I wasn't so sure before we started this episode. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Ken and David. It's been great talking to you and we've learned a ton today. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks. Oh, thanks for having Happy us here. All right. Thanks so much. Have a Merry Christmas. You too. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. Yes, thank you. All right, that's a wrap on all things Game Changer. We want to make sure we uh, give a huge thanks to Ken and David from Game Changer. They give us lots of uh, new tips and ideas and uh, their new features are going to be awesome. We also want to give a shout out to Patrick Malley. He helped us with all of the in-house Game Changer stuff. He's the in-house expert and we want to give a shout out and a thank you to him. So feel free to like and subscribe to Moms in Baseball. Also leave us a comment, question 
question or idea for any new topic on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you can email us at momsandbaseball at gmail.com. Our handle is momsandbaseball. Plus, we always love to see you guys um, commenting and, and clicking on everything. Yes, come find us, please. Also, we will be taking this Friday off for the new year, but look for the next episode coming the first Friday in January. But we will be in Florida for a special prospect event for our sons, Keegan and Xander, for the New Year's Baseball Fest, the week between Christmas and New Year's. And we plan to record an episode or two just to talk about that experience, to talk about game day and baseball youth tournaments. So if you have any questions for us that you'd like to make sure that we discuss, make sure to send them our way. Otherwise, we will be back Friday, January 8th. Until then, have fun at the field. We'll see you next week. say his first name yeah i didn't want to at first but i'm like why not who cares now xander gets mad at me that we don't he's like why do you guys always say like my oldest kid why can't you just say like xander (laughs) 